0: want to leave my old life behind. You're listening to the Create What You Speak podcast. My intention is to change the lives of 1 million women, one podcast at a time. Now let's get started. Thunder, feel the thunder. My name is Sloan Fremont and today I'm going to talk to you about conclusions. Baby. Okay, another week. I've got some really interesting updates for you this week, so I'm going to jump right in. So, okay, so first off, I got a new job in my day job. Um, I wasn't actually looking for this. It actually came to me, um, very easily (laughs) and I was like, okay, let's just go with this and see what happens. But I ended up getting the job, um, which included a 20% pay raise and now I'm working 100% remotely from home. Okay. That's like the dream job, right? Like this is the thing that I was wanting for a while, but I hadn't actually expressed that. And what was really interesting, was, I went back to look at my list of the things that I wanted to intend for 2019, and working remotely was not on my list. It was not actually explicitly written as, I want to work 100% from home. But what was written on my list was that I travel as often and as long as I want. That's how I wrote it. I travel as often and long as, as long as I want. And this new position gives me that opportunity, right? Because if I'm working from home, I can work anywhere that I want that there is a internet connection. So, um, I'm, I'm really excited about this. I don't think it's quite hit me yet. Like what this opens my world to, but, um, yeah, I'm excited. So I can't wait to tell you about that. So, so that's number one. Um, okay. Let's see what else. Um, invention still in process. Kind of still in holding here as the – not kind of, it is in holding until my designer gets the final – drawing back to me, but I am going through the six week class at the, there's a women's business center here in Nashville. It's part of the small business administration. So they have the six week program, which takes you through, um, setting up your QuickBooks, like doing pr- financial projections, all of these things that you set up to help you with, um, obtaining a small business loan. And because I do not have manufacturing experience, which is what my invention will require. I am going through the six week course so I can learn how to do that. So I'm excited about that. That's starts um this week and i'll also be in dallas tomorrow i'm gonna leave i'm gonna be in dallas at the beginning of the week and if you remember that's where the guy remember back last in like august i think or september um the guy that i met from dallas and we ended up meeting in atlanta and going on a date um he lives in dallas like i said so i don't know who knows what'll happen there um All right, so I think that's it for quick updates this week. I've been sick, so my voice kind of might reflect that, so sorry if that's annoying this week, but... um that's just the way it goes sometimes. So, all right, so here we go. So this week, um, this week, I want to talk about jumping to conclusions. I had a really fucked up situation happen, um, last week with some of my friends. I wanted to tell you about that and some of the things that I learned through that process. Um, and you know, when we jump to conclusions, right, we, we assume that we know the whole story and we get so self-righteous about it. And, and we have this like split second reaction that comes up where we just were like, "Ah," you know, and it's just like, why would they do that? Or why do they act that way? Or why do they say that? Right? So we're going to to dig into that this week, and, and as always, take what resonates with you from this and leave the rest. All right, so as I mentioned, the situation with my friends. So last week, um, I was traveling to Kansas for work, and um, I was, I got back home late on Friday and I wasn't, my friends were all going out. I wasn't going to go. I was tired at a really long week there and, um, I just, I just wasn't interested in it. So I went to bed really early and that was kind of it. Got up Saturday morning and one of my friends who had been out, she had called me, but I missed the call. And then she texted me. She's like, I need to talk to you about last night. And I was like, well, that's weird. Like she never does that normally. Right. And so I'm like, okay, whatever. And I go on, I'm like getting ready. I'm going to go work out. And I'm like, I'll call you when I'm done working out. She's like, okay. So I got to thinking about it. I was like, that's weird because she never, never, um, calls me and is so adamant about wanting to talk. So I I call her on my way to work out and here's what she tells me. So all my friends go out Friday night, right? I'm at home in bed because I'd gotten in at like whatever, seven o'clock Friday night. And my friends have been out, like typically we go out early five ish or whatever. And at the end of the night, um, after a lot of drinks, I'm not gonna use names. So I'll just say friend number one and friend number two. So friend number one told friend number two that I didn't like her. (laughs) I mean, she flat out says she doesn't like you. And so this series of conversations happened amongst the friends that opened up this door for other conversations to be had with friend two. Now, all the other friends had felt some of these things needed to be said and blah, blah, blah. But I was like, I, I mean, I was floored. I was like, what the actual fuck? Like, why would she say those things? I mean, it's true. It's true that I don't feel like friend number two and I are a good match as far as friends go. And I just think we have major differences in personalities. Right. But I never wished anything bad to happen to her. No, no, I want her to have been told in that way. Right. I mean, I look at this as like, like when you're dating somebody, right. And, and you don't, Maybe you're just, you see the guy and you just aren't compatible, but you don't want anything bad to happen. You just kind of hope that it'll just fade away, right? That that you'll just go your separate ways because it's, it's just not a good match. And that's how I felt about this person. Never want anything bad. Never wished anything bad. Definitely didn't want this to be like some high school scenario, like a bunch of girls ganging up on another girl. Right? Nothing like that. Nothing like that. It just didn't feel like we were a good match as friends. Plain as that. So as you can imagine, I was pissed at friend number one for doing this when my other friends are telling me this. And because I, I, I had a conversation with, with all the other friends that were there, and, and I'm still just not getting this. Like, why would this come up? Like, like, why would she even be talking about this when I wasn't there, right? And so all this shit's going down. I'm not even there. I'm like in bed, right? And so I thought about this for a while, and... um I can tell you what the old me would have done. The old me prior to moving to Nashville and all this would have, um, jumped to conclusions, been really pissed off, talked to everyone that was there except the actual friend number one who was the one I should have been talking to. And then I would have formulated my own opinions and never talked to friend number one again. Like that's how, that's how I used to rule, run my life. Like, legit how I used to do it. Like I would just chop, cut person gone out of my life. No explanation. Fuck you. We're done here. Bye-bye. That's how I used to run my life. And maybe you're like this, right? Or maybe you've been like this in the past, but it's really not a good way to live. I mean, actually it, it I think I've talked about this on some of the earlier episodes, like that I used to pride myself in that. Right. And being able to be so cut and dry and cut people off. But, um, Man, that's not a good way to live at all. Um, I, I don't miss those days. <laughs> at all. So, luckily, that's not me anymore. So, so when I changed my life, you know, two years ago, as I talk about all the time on this show, a lot of things changed with it, including my reactions to situations like this. And so here's what I did instead. So, I really thought about the intent behind friend one in this situation, right? Like, did she set out in the night to go tell friend, t- tell friend number two this, right? Did she go set out to say that she doesn't like you? I mean, was she like rubbing her hands together like, you know, Mr. Burns on The Simpsons? I mean, like, yeah, I'm gonna fuck some shit up tonight. No. <laughs> I don't believe she was. And so, so I called friend number one. And she didn't answer. And she texted me a bit later saying she had just woken up and what's going on and yada, 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 yada. And I'm like, that's really weird that she's not bringing this up to me, right? Like she she didn't like text me to say, hey, I did this or she's not saying anything about this. And so I responded and I'm like, I'm calling you because you told her I don't like her last night. And she immediately went back. She's like, no, I didn't. What? No, I didn't. And I wrote back, like, yes, you did. And so she called me, and we had this long talk about it. And in, in the end, we ended up working it out, right? And, and she didn't even remember saying it. I mean, after however many drinks, she didn't remember saying it. And I think we've all been there and can relate to that. So so I'm not, you know, there's nothing I'm going to say about that. Um, but she did bring up, she brought out up about how friend number two and I didn't get along. And I was like, yeah, that's correct. But that's not the format to deliver the message, right? I mean, I don't want her to be felt ganged up upon or, or hear it in such a way that, you know, that she's, you know, like I said, like some old high school shit that you would do, you know, like a bunch of girls ganging up on another. And I don't think that's exactly how it went down, but you know, I explained to her, I'm like, we're just not compatible as friends. And I went through the whole dating analogy that I just said. I mean, it, it's nothing bad. It's, it's not wrong for either of us. It's just, we're not, just not compatible as friends. And so, And I know as she talked to me a little bit more about this, you know, she said she was telling me how a friend number two had been going on and on about the whole night and what was wrong with me and why didn't I respond to her and blah, blah, blah. And she said she just blurted out, she doesn't like you. And so knowing the group like I do, I can see how this whole thing went down. And and so, again we were able to work it out. We talked it out. I said exactly what I thought. I said all the things I'm saying on here. And in the end, we, um, you know, I told her, I was like, I'm not mad. I I wish you would have maybe not said it in that way, but I'm not mad. I understand that you didn't intentionally go in doing this to try to, you know, be hurtful to me or even to her, right? It's just the way the night went down. And so I felt better after that. And I think she did too, because she texted me later and, you know, said, thanks for, you know, you know, thanks for just listening and, and understanding. And, um, and I get that, right? I, I get that. And I appreciated that. And so as I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about this week and how to talk about the story, because it is sensitive, right? We're talking about people. And, um, again, I don't want anybody to feel bad or called out or, you know, feel that I'm trying to. Do anything like that. Cause I'm definitely not. I'm just, I'm, what I'm doing is I'm illustrating an event in my own life, um, that I hope will help you as you're listening to this. So, so here's what I learned about this and about jumping to conclusions. Um, as I mentioned, old me would have expected and seen the worst in everyone, been pissed off and, and just cut the friend out and been like, fuck you, we're done here. But in this situation, I did two things differently. So, I I really thought about, number one, I thought about the intent behind what happened, right? Did she go into this planning this? Did she go in there, you know, saying, I'm going to fuck some shit up tonight and I'm going to, you know, stir. No, it was nothing like that. And was she enjoying this in, in this situation, right? Was she like glad about this? No, actually, she was mortified. She couldn't even believe she did it. She was like, oh, my God, I feel so bad. Shouldn't have done that, you know, blah, blah, blah. So the first thing was the intent. I looked at the intent I really thought about that. Like really from a human perspective, like what do I know about this person? I know she's a good person. I know she doesn't – this isn't normally – she's never done anything like this before. So, you know, giving her the benefit of the doubt and, and seeing her as the person that she is. And then the second thing I did was um I gave her the ch- friend one – the chance to do the right thing. Right. I talked to her, I called her, I, I I told her how I felt and I let her talk about how she felt. And I told her I was pissed at first. I was mad. I don't understand why you did this. But as I thought about more, I realized that, you know, your intention wasn't there to to do anything like this and that I can understand how this came up and I can see the turn of events based on what everybody had said be, with the history of all of us. and And yes, there could have been a better format for delivery, but I get it, you know, and I'm not mad. And by doing both of those things, I feel like it got me out of my own mindset here and assuming the worst, like thinking negatively and and blah, 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 you know, all that shit that we normally go to so easily first that, um, that used to be normal for me. And in doing those things, it gave my friend a chance. It gave her a chance to tell her side of the story or say what she thought about it. Right. And, and those are things that. That I wasn't so good at doing in the past, and and we're all human, right? We we all do stupid shit, and we fuck shit up, but that doesn't mean that we're bad at our core or that we're really intentionally trying to do those things. And so I think it's really important to be able to circle back and, and think about what do you know about the person? Like what do you know? And, and yeah, there's going to be that person, or if you're you know it's potentially someone in your life that would do something intentionally or is never going to do the right thing. But you're going to know that. You, you already know that deep down. You don't need to ask yourself those questions. You may just not be recognizing it in your own life, but you already know the answer to that. So I'm talking about the people in your life who you really care for, who this isn't something they would normally do. And um, so I want to clarify the differences there. So as things you as things come up for you in your life where where you may be triggered to jump to conclusions, or assume the worst or, or feel like someone is out to get you or fuck you over or whatever, I would really encourage you to ask yourself these two questions before you act. The first one is, what was the intent behind the action? Like, was it really bad? Did they really go into the in, into the situation intending something negative against you? And, and did they go in to fuck shit up or did things just happen, right? Did, mm, turn of events, five drinks, ten drinks later, right? I mean, even though it may not have been right, did the person really intend to do it? So that's number one, the intention. And number two is... Did you give the person a chance to do the right thing, right? Did you have a conversation with them? An open conversation, right? Not one where you came in assuming and fists, you know, elbow swinging and fists going, you know what I mean? Did you really give them a chance to tell, to tell their side and, and clear the air or apologize or whatever else that they might need to do in that situation? And I think if you're able to ask both of those questions and really listen to the answers, you'll be surprised at how situations start to change for you. And, and you can use this any, pretty much anywhere in your life. You can use it at work, in your relationships, your friendships, even with your own self as you work through things you've done in the past that maybe you haven't forgiven yourself for. And I I think that's really important, right? Like if you look back and and you're still holding on to something that you felt like you shouldn't have done or, you know, whatever, who knows what we come up with about to self-punish. But asking yourself, like, did you really intend? Did you really go in intending to do something bad? Or is it just you did the best with what you could at the time with what you knew? and did you give your did you um give your own self a chance to do the right thing with yourself right like did you did you give yourself a chance to just okay, that happened, and now I can forgive myself and let myself let this go right I think that's important too equally as as you think about using this with other people in your life. I think it's also important to use it with yourself, and these two questions are are really good at least for me at bringing clarity to what might be a you know a really fucked up situation and maybe didn't really intend to get there. Okay, so that's that's this week on, on conclusions, about jumping to conclusions. Um, to recap this week's show, the conclusions we make based on events that happen, which may or may not be wrong, but sometimes jumping to those conclusions, it stops us from seeing another option or another perspective on a subject. And so when we're able to stop for a minute and ask those questions, what was the intent and or motivation behind the action? And did I give the person a chance to do the right thing? Right. Did I have the conversation with them? Did I do the things that I needed that, that opened the door for them to make things right? And I think that allows us to soften about the topic. It lets our guard down it doesn't make us so clenched and rigid and stiff about whatever it is that that's happening. And you know, I think it helps us realize maybe not everyone is out to get me or, or do me wrong, right? It, it sometimes people just mess up, and that's okay. But it gives us a different way to to converse with someone and, and talk about whatever went wrong, and it takes you out of victim mode, which is so important. It takes you out of that victim mode and the men- mentality of, of why me or why is this happening to me, and, and it switches to more and, and a more empowering frame of mind. Because I, I feel like at least for me, it lets me address the situation with a more calm and rational mind. And, I mean, let's face it, when, when shit gets fucked up, that's what you need, right? You don't need to go into the situation guns blazing to fuck shit up even more, right? So, this to me helps you take it down a couple notches so you can, you can figure out what makes the most sense, um, for your next steps. Alright, so that's it this week on conclusions. And, um, it's an interesting thing because we all deal with this and so, if you have any thoughts on this, I would love to, to hear from you. You know, email me slimfremont at gmail.com or I'll post on Instagram so you can comment on there if you'd like as well. But um so let's talk about songs for this week. Intro song is Wonder Woman by Casey Musgraves. So this is this album, her um golden hour, I think this album is called the newest one. Um, it's well, she's won a lot of awards for this. And um it's an, it's a really amazing album. I think there's only one song in there that I don't really like, and it's the mother song because it's sad. But, um, I like this song, Wonder Woman. I think, um, really I like the whole album, but the words in this song, so she's, she's talking about, um, baby, I ain't Wonder Woman. I don't know how to lasso the love out of you. Don't you know I'm only human. And if I let you down, I don't mean to. And I think that's how most people, majority of people live their life, right? We don't go through life meaning to let somebody down, but sometimes things happen. And, and that's where jumping to conclusions is, um, you know, it, it's, a, it's not helpful in the situation. So the point of today's show was to talk you, give you a couple other tools you can use that help diffuse that situation. So Wonder Woman by Casey Musgraves was the intro song. Outro song, okay, this is The Journey by Soul Rising. And I picked this song because no other than it's just a good chill song. So we're talking about jumping to conclusions and... Being amped up several notches and I think sometimes it's good just to have go-to chill songs and I have this playlist on Spotify called uh, Lo-Fi Beats and I think I may have found this song on there but anyway it's just a, this whole playlist, Lo-Fi Beats, it's just a good chill playlist to have on you know, it's good to have on the background it doesn't require much effort or thought, I just put it on sometimes I'm just in the mood for that and I thought this was a good outro song given the topic today Okay, so that's it for this week. Let me know what you think. Like I said, jumping to conclusions, we all face this. So how do you deal with it? What, what questions do you ask? What do you like to ask? So let me know, slimfremont at gmail.com or on Instagram, Fremont. And if you like the podcast, please remember to subscribe and iTunes rate and review so more people can find us. So abracadabra and I'll go forth and create what you speak.